Hi, everybody, and welcome to Express Written Consent. Today, it is a very special day. We are Oscar winners, all of us. Well, not really. <laughs> Only one of us, and it's not me. It's Alex Dinalaris, who won the Oscar for a screenplay for Birdman. Thanks for coming out and hanging out with us. It, this has, to say the least, has been my absolute pleasure. Oh, man, it's a, it's a joy to be with you. It's uh, so awesome. Congratulations, first and foremost, on all of the acclaim. Thank you. And whatnot. Thanks. For Birdman. Yeah. Can you sort of summarize the whole experience just in a nutshell before we get to the baseball nuts and bolts? I mean, from sort of you got involved to all the success. How did that happen for you? Yeah, we Alejandro called us up. Uh, it must be almost four years ago. Mm -hmm. Me and uh, my writing partner, Nico Giacobone. And, um, and he said, I have this idea about shooting a film all in one shot. The camera will never <laughs> cut. And, uh, and we we're like, wow, okay. And he said, it'll take place in a theater. We we're like, really? He's like, yeah, it's going to be a comedy. We're like, who is this? And he's like, yeah. Alejandro Comedy Theater. My well, joke with Alejandro. Yeah, my joke with Alejandro is here's three things you don't know like, about theater, <laughs> comedy. And he's like, it's in English. In English. Like, these are, um, but so that started. It's awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Right. So that started the journey of Birdman. And then, you know, until we went to Venice, uh, the film festival at the end mm. of the summer, we didn't know what we had. It's an insane script. So right. we, I had said to a uh, friend of mine just before I went to Venice, I said, if they boo us off the stage, I'm not going to be surprised. Like, it's an insane movie. But <laughs> I thought people would like it. But once the reviews started coming out of Venice, we felt, oh, boy, something is something is happening. Yeah. And then it just gained this life of its own, and it became insane. It's uh, a surreal ride. It's a phenomenal movie. Great to watch. Glad to see you in all the success of that. Um, maybe the best group of names of screenwriters ever put together, just, yeah. in, just in general. Yeah. So th uh, that's spectacular. And, and I want to thank you for coming out to the ballpark, which I know uh, it was pretty easy to convince you to do. Yes. Because I've heard a little bit that you might be a baseball fan. I'm a little bit of a baseball a fan. Bit. Yeah, I was born in, in Washington Heights, New York City, which is about, well, a half-hour walk from, from uh, Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And uh, my father raised me a Yankee fan from a little kid. I was just talking to Steve Garvey. I was telling him how many times he broke my heart as a child. I hope he was happy with himself. Um, he seems pretty happy. He's really great. He's pretty happy. He didn't mind at all. Um, and it, so to be here today, I met Oral. I shook Oral Hershiser's right hand. And, yeah. You know, it's. I feel I'm a kid in a candy store right now. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, we're glad. Uh, we're glad for you that you come do that. As a Yankees fan, uh, who was it? Who were your tops? Who were the guys that you lived and breathed for? I mean, the, 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 the last team was pretty special. I really yeah. have affection for Mariano and, right. and for Derek and Paul O'Neill especially. But I guess my heart goes to when I was 10 and 11 years old and Thurman and, and Greg Nettles and Chris Chambliss, Gidry, mm. Goose. Some classics. Those are the guys I, you know, <laughs> I grew up with. And, yeah. and I'll love, you know, that, those are the guys in my heart forever. Uh, that's awesome. The last generation, too, was amazing. Watching Mariano and Dieter on the on the sort of farewell tours and seeing that era come to a close. It's kind of tough. Very tough. It was a very odd. I went opening day this year, and it's yeah. very odd. I mean, God bless Didi Gregorius, but <laughs> it's very odd to look at shortstop and not see number two. Uh, but it's a, it's a new day, and, boy, they're, they're, they're playing baseball right now. They're so playing I'm gonna, great. Um, yeah. Knock on wood. That's yeah. awesome. I saw the Twitter feed was alive during opening day of you at Yankee Stadium. It seemed pretty stoked. Pretty yeah, we, we, were, we were pretty charged. <laughs> I went with Nico. I made Nico, who's my co-writer on Berman. Yeah. I made it. He's a soccer fan yes and I, he, i've converted him he's an he's absolute baseball fanatic now. fantastic yeah well done Ferno has him thrown out a first pitch in oakland i think he's gonna, oh, he's gonna kick it because he can't throw yeah, the ball he's just gonna kick it roll it kick it that'd yeah be, that'd be all right yeah. yeah just as long as somebody gets it there uh i will uh i've saved some very special then baseball questions for you uh -oh. along those lines uh oh uh if you could be a spectator at one game of any game what would it be and why that's a really good question I um, I was at so many big games. I was at Mariano's last. I was at, 
I, I would say the game I missed was I, I would have liked to have been there in in uh, in '96 for the for the final out. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen a World Series. People say it's easy to be a Yankee fan because they win, win, win. Well, look, uh, last series I won when I was a kid, when I was 10 years old, yeah. 78. Yeah. We didn't win another thing until 96. So my whole teenage year, when, <laughs> when you're a real fan, we, we didn't win anything. We went through the Luis Colonia, Claudel Washington. <laughs> God bless those guys. But Totally. That was um, the expensive 80s. The, the, the expensive 80s. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I guess I would have liked to have seen that World Series. It would have been great. All right, there you go. 96 final. That's great. That's baseball chat. We did. <laughs> Now let's talk about uh, where your next Oscar is coming from and or Tony. I guess you're up for the Tony now. I'm going to buy Nico's. He's got a problem. And I'm going to buy his. That's where my next <laughs> one's coming the, that's from. That's the best plan. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's in a jam. <laughs> Nico, let me just take it off. Yeah, just come, yeah. I just, I'll scratch bucks. that name out. We'll be fine. No worries. Uh, what do you got? What's current going on? I know there's a lot going on, so let's start. Uh, what do you want to start with? Uh, Gloria Estefan? Gloria Estefan. I like, I like your pronunciation. Um, Gloria Estefan. Please. Uh, we're doing a musical uh, that will uh, open in Chicago uh, for an out-of-town uh, sort of run in June. Uh, and then we're going to open on Broadway for previews October 5th and then open on November 3rd, I believe, on Broadway at the Marquee Theater. I wrote the script for it. Jerry Mitchell, who directed Kinky Boots, directing. Oh, uh, sure. Sergio Trujillo, who's a choreographer from uh, uh, Jersey Boys and yeah. other things. Like a great team. That's a great team. Working with Gloria and Emilio. It's been a, it's been a blast. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to That's going to run forever. Oh, from your mouth. That's, I'm sorry to jinx from you like that. But mouth. no, that's a lot of yeah. good people doing really good stuff. It's Congo. At the Marquee? At the Marquee. Oh, yeah. All right, good. It's right down the block for me. I won't be asking for tickets in, you know, November. Yeah, anytime you want. Perfect. Uh, in Chicago in June, those pay attention there. Um, you also have uh, a show on the stars coming up. Yeah, the same Birdman team, the four of us, Alejandro yes. and uh, Armando direct, uh, directing, Nic yeah. Nico and I writing. Um, it's a uh, one-hour drama, beautiful cast, Hilary Swank, Ed Harris, Ed Helms is our star. Um, it's called The One Percent. Uh -huh. And we're in the middle of writing season one right now. And then... Uh, we should start shooting uh, early uh, spring next year and hopefully be on the air by next fall. Yeah, the 1% is actually about uh, sort of an everyman in Ed Helms who uh, by accident wins the lottery. Oh, all right. And he keeps it a secret from his family. Oh. So he, leaves these, he leads these two lives, one in the 99% and one in the 1%. Oh, it's It's about exciting. what makes a special sort of and, um, and a really great cast. So we're looking forward that to that. That sounds spectacular. And I also know, uh, because you're working on it with MLB Advanced Media, Mike Tolan, um, the Year of the Monarchs. So we, and I know that maybe, again, it's a little bit about baseball because maybe you like baseball a little bit. A little bit. I'm a little bit of a fan. Year of the Monarchs is my absolute passion project. I wrote the script for my daughter. My father, who raised me on baseball, passed away uh, before my daughter was born. Okay. So they never got to meet. And this script was a, a way a, a friend of mine, Andrew Salomon, had a really nice idea for a book that he was writing. And um, this was a way for me to bridge my father and my daughter in a way. So it's a story about a father and daughter and hope that takes place around Detroit uh, with a team. And it's, it's sort of magical baseball story, really yeah. romantic. And, um, and I'm, uh, this is, that's, my, that's my real passion. I can't uh, wait to get, get there's going on. Potentially somebody uh, leaked me the script, and I've read, parts, uh, I've read it. It's beautiful. So oh. be prepared for that. Year of the Monarchs, very exciting. The 1%, also very exciting. And the Gloria Stefan on your feet. On your feet. You've got a lot going on. A little busy. All right, well. You gotta stick around because you're gonna play some Star Punch Cut. You up for it? I'm up for it. All right. This is uh, Alex Dinlaris. <laughs> Star Punch Cut. These Gloria Estefan songs. Get on your feet, conga. The rhythm is gonna get you. Ah, oh, boy. I'm gonna start conga because start conga. That's what that's what gets you paid right there. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm gonna bench for the moment on your feet. It's the title of the show. It's. 
I think it's a little presumptuous. It sounds like we're asking the audience <laughs> for a standing ovation. Get up right now. I like it. And I'm just going to cut. Rhythm is going to get you because uh, I have no other choice. That's there. It's out. That's yeah. a nice tier, though. I like that stack. Yeah. You have, uh, as I've said, you are an Oscar winner at this point, so start bench cut these three Oscar-winning screenplays. Oh. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, American Beauty, Pulp Fiction. Oh, my goodness. You're mm -hmm. going to, uh, this is trouble. Yeah. I'm going to start Pulp Fiction. Wow. Groundbreaker. Absolute groundbreaker. Boy, this is tough. I'm going to bench Eternal Sunshine. Tremendously strong, but... Pulp Fiction is just too, you gotta start Pulp Fiction. And then uh, sadly, I, it's wow. a reluctant, reluctant cut on, on American Beauty. And now Alan Ball's gonna kill you me. You are in deep trouble. There goes, there goes my shot at True Blood 2. <laughs> well, I do what I can to help out. More that's blood. My, that's my <laughs> For those who don't know, Michael Keaton was in the movie Birdman. He Exceptional. Was. Start bench cut these other Michael Keaton movies. Oh. Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice, Gung Ho. That's tough, man. Yeah. Welcome to the, the game. One, the one-eared elephant. <laughs> Gung-ho. Look it up. The one-eared elephant. I want to be controversial. Oh, ooh. I'm going to start Beetlejuice. Okay. It's masterful. Yeah. And I'm going to bench Gung-ho. I love it. And I'm going to cut Mr. Mom because you know why? Because I can. That's you can. Of course yeah. you can. It's not going to hurt his feelings. Right. Just Mr. Mom's That's everywhere. Like, what does he care? What does he care? Yeah. He's fine. It's fine. You've had some fun here today, yeah? A lot of fun, yeah. Okay, great. This is probably where it stops. Right now? Yeah, right oh, now. Oh, boy. Start bench cut, since you are a diehard Yankees fan. Oh, no. Start bench cut these three Yankees. Oh, no. Munson, Chambliss, Nettles. Come on. Come on. I I start won't. them all and I cut you. Um, no, I, I, I start Munson because he was Munson. Mm -hmm. He was just bolts, nuts and bolts. And, and then I got a, the, the leather at third base. I'm going to keep Greg Nettles around because, boy, oh, boy, did he ever play a third base. And then, sadly, my hero, 1976, hit, hit me a home run when I was a kid that changed mm -hmm. my life. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut very peacefully. I'm going to cut Chris Chambliss and give him all my love. It's cut with love. Cut with love. There you have it, folks. That is Stark Bench Cut with Alex Delaris. You could be one player for one day. What player would it be and what day would it be? Joe DiMaggio on his wedding day. <laughs>